Hello once again, and welcome to Hollow Hollow Hangouts. Um, first episode of 2022. In a, to be exact, it's episode 27. <laughs> episode 27. First, well, first episode of 2022. First episode of 2022. Yes. Episode 27 for those that are counting. Yes. And we didn't record all of January. We got... Uh, some of us got COVID, some of us had to deal with studying, some of us had to deal with um, with work. <laughs> so, I and had COVID, COVID if scares. You, if, if, <laughs> let's be transparent. I had COVID. You had COVID. Edwin was, is busy studying. But here's the thing. I got tagged with COVID. I got contact traced twice at my work within a week. I mean, I was, I, was, I was technically... Co- contact trace but it was through an app but i actually did test positive and it was not if it wasn't for the fact that i took that uh test i took one through like a pharmacy if it wasn't for the fact that i came in just to get tested for the sake because i was it was before a gathering Mm -hmm. i would have just blown it off like as if it was a cold (laughs) i was like oh okay yeah i mean it's I'm kind of surprised I haven't gotten it yet, quite honestly. I mean, be lucky. <laughs> I could have. The thing is, I could have gotten it and I just did not know about it. You know, it, it, who knows? It could be possible. Yeah. I mean, it could be possible. I mean, Omicron is really is like a stealthy, uh, a stealthy bug. It is a stealthy bug. Because, and... yeah, I mean, I mean, it's not as serious as Delta, yep. but I mean, it lingers. I could tell you, you you know when you have COVID when the fatigue hits, because that that was that was the one. That's that one of the like, signs, yeah. isn't it? Like that, and yeah, like it's, yeah. your throat hurting and and. Luckily, um, luckily, my throat did not hurt. It was mainly all in the nasals. I was really congested, huh. and and I knew that it it hit me when I started to be like, I don't want to leave this bed. If I left this bed, it felt like I ran a mile just to, you know, go to the bathroom, which is only a few steps. So. Wow. So I hope, I hope everyone listening is doing well. Yep. And, you know, here's the thing. Here's, here's some, here's some news that just came in on the, um, on AFP and Yahoo News. Um, Philippines mm. now is at low risk from coronavirus, the government says. Oh, that's good. As more people get hot, more people get uh, vaccines. So, and hospital admissions dropped. So, well, I, you also, I think, <laughs> I think there was an article that I saw. Unfortunately, I don't know who, I don't remember the source, but I do remember seeing a headline that President Duterte was really was made it hard to those that were not vaccinated. Oh, yeah. You couldn't ride public transportation without oh, seeing yeah. a vaccine card. You couldn't do a lot of things. Oh, yeah. I mean, and he made no exceptions is, is what yeah. I understood. And we're so here. Like, <laughs> not to get, not to get like, like all preachy and stuff like that. And we're here. We can't even. Duh, we can't even, you know, like. We're having a tough time trying to make sure people are safe here and i mean here we um the was it the vaccine you know the that whole like vaccine mandate that didn't even 
that didn't even pass. I mean, it did pass, but it didn't pass the courts. So, and oh, yeah. Biden there was, dropped it. There was a so. lot of legal battles that happened after that. Yeah. And, yeah, and I was like, oh, if this was the Philippines. They're, Those people that wouldn't be a deal. They would just buy yeah so i don't know i don't it's one of those things where you know it's it's harsh yes i'll give you that but you know whatever it is to to protect the population right yeah and that's all that's what i'm about like protecting the people make sure nobody gets killed because of this you know it's a you know i don't want to see anybody dead i don't want to see anybody getting sick i don't want to see anybody you know and please believe us when Please believe us when you when we say that we are tired of this pandemic oh, yeah. just as much as everyone else. Yeah. I don't want to see any, the other thing is I don't want to see any anybody getting bankrupt because of this for the rest of their lives, you know. True. True. Medical bills are expensive. Oh, yeah, especially in the United States. Oh my gosh. Yeah, we won't go there. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> um <laughs> So so yeah, I was I had COVID and I basically while I was down, I basically made friends with Netflix and HBO Max. So and and the one thing that I did do, which is a, quite appropriate for the show, was that I rewatched Trace in Tagalog. Oh, how was how was that? I mind you, I did have subtitles on because it, it's been a while since I watched it so I was like okay I I wanted to understand what they say so and it, it it felt surreal it felt surreal here like um, it felt like watching an anime any yep. typical supernatural anime but hearing it speak in Tagalog I, my mind was like this hits differently <laughs> Well, you know what Tabi Tabi Po is by now, right? Tabi Tabi Po. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> you know what that means. I mean, it, it's, um, what does it mean, Pam? Asking, what does it mean? Well, I don't know how it... <laughs> how I don't, I don't remember the direct translation, but it usually is asking for permission. Yeah. Excuse me, excuse me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I yeah. was like, I don't know what that means. And then I, it's, uh, it was actually... It's in the comics. Yeah. It's like tabi tabi po, and then there was a little asterisk, and like, oh, okay. oh yeah, <laughs> I didn't know that. See that? See that's the beauty about the Tagalog language is that we always try to um, like show respect, like yeah, some, and it, it's not only to your elders and to strangers, but it's also to the dead, the supernatural, supernatural, like, the dead, that sort of thing. Yeah. Don't don't spook me, please. <laughs> you know, when I did again, you know, I think I said during in this podcast, but it's when when I when my when my mom died, I went back to the Philippines when my mom died, and um, all the superstitions came out, even ones that I didn't even know, and. It was the thing about it was that all the superstitions and the things that I had to do as the as the son, you know, yeah, were all about respect, you know, yeah. And 
either for supernatural or for the dead and that sort of thing. But you're right. It's all about it's all about like respect in supernatural. You know, I didn't get right. I didn't understand what like half the things I was supposed to do, but I get it. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, well, even even in just language, I could I could tell the difference between here and the Philippines. Yeah. Like uh, like with my family, I always address my, you know, my mom and dad as mom and dad. Yeah. Um, and when I go to uh, like another family, an American family. Oh, it always perplexed me when they called their parents by their first name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'd be yeah. like, if I ever did that, that in my oh. household, oh. I would have gotten a very serious talking, and that's oh. putting it lightly. <laughs> oh, it would been it would for me it would be kusi, right? <laughs> Everybody knows what that is, kusi, a huge pinch somewhere, and oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, and uh, or uh, or Janina. or Janilas, yeah. And I'm like, nope. no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, as much as, you know, corporate punishment is illegal in the United States and stuff like that. Oh, it was mm-hmm. in, the, in, the, in, the, in the Philippine household. It's almost as if the, the U.S. didn't exist. <laughs> yeah. You know. You yeah. Know, I, I mean, I was like, you guys, you guys really do that? I'm like, I call my mom and dad, mom and dad. Yeah. The, but they're like, well, I... There's sometimes when I call them by their first name because that's the only way that they they can respond, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I I I had I had a rough time, like wrapping that around my head. Yeah, you, there's a reason why I call my cousins. You know, my old my old cut my older cousins, aunt and uncle, <laughs> even though they're not my aunt and uncle. You know, I'm sure yeah. I'm sure my American friends don't really understand that. You know, but it's it's a sign of respect. Most, it's Ate and Kuya. Yeah. Um, but I never called my brothers Kuya. Heck no. Oh no. <laughs> Heck no. Hey, you kidding me? Hi, hi, Erwin and Nelson. <laughs> Wait, you're the oldest though, right? No, I'm the youngest. Oh, you're. The, oh my God. Yeah. Okay, sorry. <laughs> eh. Uh, <laughs> meh. Nah. If they didn't make fuss of it, it I guess it's okay. <laughs> nah. So what about I usually you just ca- I just call them I just call them morons. So <laughs> that's more American. <laughs> yeah. Um. So uh, besides studying, Edwin, what have you been up to? You know, <laughs> so I've been I've been working um, quite a bit, you know, and studying and and to relax to relax. I will occasionally turn on you know a casual video game on my computer like train simulator or something like that something that's not (laughs) doesn't take doesn't take that much like knowledge you know or it doesn't like there's not like you're winning you know by a battle yeah you know i've been doing that but it's kind of it's kind of funny i actually had a conversation this morning with my two new colleagues um in my department and and um they're so they're like my age that's the crazy thing is i'm working with people who are like around my age now and isn't that a good thing it is a good thing so we kind of like relate to like the same like 90s music (laughs) you know like we were we were talking about like you know we're talking about sugar ray 
because oh, we needed wow. to find a, a happy song and <laughs> so we were like <laughs> talking about that you All know that. oh my god yeah so it's like that so we're having fun and then i don't know how it came up but the um uh jollybee came up oh. <laughs> in the conversation did, and did they even know that one of them did oh wow yeah okay. one of them did it's like and then I'm like, oh my gosh, Jollibee. And then, then my entire thing was like, I need to go find a train train ticket to go to Chicago just to get Jollibee, you know? And one of the things, <laughs> and one of the things that we were talking about was um, the spaghetti. <laughs> right? Because it's one spaghetti. of those. Yeah, because it was one of those, these signature things in, uh, in, in, um, and Jollibee, and yep. as I was describing the, the spaghetti to, to like, uh, to one of my my colleagues, who's who's she she sort of claims herself as like maybe like, you know like um, she loves the the everyday burger, you know like the burgers, mm. you know like that because you know, but okay. you know but she likes like, I guess you could say like more like bougie foods. <laughs> You know, like bougie foods. When I'm talking about like, you know, like, you know, like something that was like carefully prepared. Right. And that sort of thing. But then we were talking about Jollibee spaghetti. And I was telling her, it's like, she was so, it was like spaghetti and fast food. You know, and I was like, you never heard of Sabaros before, you know, that sort of thing. And, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. but they had like spaghetti with, with chicken, you know, like, like fried chicken. And you know, so she was. She pulls up like the Jollibee page, you know, and it's just like that looks so gross. What is that spaghetti? It looks Filipino spaghetti. I'm like, yeah, it's it's sweet. And she, her face just went like south. It's like, sweet spaghetti, right? And I was like, how dare you? Yeah, it's like, what do you? Oh, it's all disgusting, right? Yeah, we even put like like hot dogs in it and stuff like that. And she's like. That's like a five-year-old's dream right there. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, it's really good. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. You know, it's like, and then my, the other guy, the other person that was there, you know, one of my new colleagues who were like, he was kind of like, oh my gosh, that sounds so good. <laughs> like, I think I'd eat that, you know, and she, she's just looking at us like, you guys are nuts. Are you, <laughs> you kidding me? How dare you? You know, don't. Don't knock it till you try it. Yeah. I mean, I actually saw a TikTok. I actually saw a TikTok on one variation or how to make Benoit spaghetti. Yeah. The first thing that the TikToker said was, Italians, don't come at me. Yeah, don't come at me. <laughs> don't come at me. As soon as you wait click. till the end until you know. Yeah. When you start putting the, the was it the Jufren like banana ketchup on it and everything? Oh my God. <laughs> she, she just put a lot of stuff in there that oh, I was yeah. like, yeah. First, it was the noodles, and then it was the tomato sauce. First, oh yeah, I was okay. You're good, and then she put, then she mentioned the hot dogs, and then she mentioned the sugar. Yep. Then she mentioned the banana sauce that yep. she had trouble, you know, pumping it up because yeah. that bottle always it's is. thick. <laughs> it is it is thick and liquid. It's like a big oh, goop. Yeah. There's you know thicker than know. ketchup. She also used fish sauce. I was Ooh, like, that's interesting. Is that is that is that? I did not know that it was in the, in the Pinoy spaghetti. But okay. I don't think it is, but I could be wrong. 
I don't know. I saved it in my TikTok. Interesting. I'll, I'll check it out later. But I'll, I'll be like, ooh. Okay, so the next time I'm in the Philippine market, I'm gonna watch Get. this video. <laughs> oh my gosh! I'm gonna grab all the stuff and I'm gonna try making this. <laughs> it is, you know, Philippine spaghetti, spaghetti is one of those things that lo just looks like sacrilege. You know, <laughs> to the it sounds it like, to the culinary yes, I, world. I, I do agree. It sounds, it sounds like it's a bad idea. Yeah, it looks it looks like a bad idea on paper, but. I told my colleagues, like, you know who likes this? You, you know who likes Jollibee Spaghetti? Anthony who? Bourdain. Ah. And I, she, she looks it up. And so, you know, and then she saw it's like, Anthony Bourdain tries Jollibee dot, dot, dot twice. Oh. <laughs> you know, and he pulls up like she, she puts, she pulls up a YouTube video and there's him eating you know, eating Jollibee spaghetti, the chicken and everything. And then I think Bourdain says something like, like, I don't know why I really like this, but I, I hate myself for liking this or something. <laughs> <laughs> so she was, she was all, like, I will, you know, I was like, if I ever, if a Jollibee comes here to the night, to, to Minnesota, Minnesota, to please. Minnesota, we will go on lunch or something, or after work, we'll go find the Jollibee and we will partake in something as sacred to Filipinos as Jollibee. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I'm, by the way, I'm still, I'm still needing to search for that person that I need to talk to in order to open up a Jollibee anywhere, either Mall of America or this new. Uh, supermarket in uh eden prairie or a standalone somewhere anywhere in minnesota i don't care it it could be up in duluth it needs to open up i want it to open up in my neck of the woods and there's a big filipino flag there's a big filipino flag there's i i could i i have no. a feeling there's a more filipinos are up in my neck of the woods because i'm seeing filipino flags in certain houses here so, so I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful. And the real estate here, the commercial real estate here this, in my neck of the woods is prime. It is. Is this, is this gonna be our little competition? We put a little wager. Where the Jollibee is gonna open up in the Twin oh, Cities? Geez. I just want one open here in Minnesota. Just period. <laughs> you know, speaking what? of speaking of speaking of restaurants, right? Yes. What is yes. opening? You put you put something in the show notes. What is opening? Do you want do you want to lead in? Yeah, hold on. I will <laughs> lead in like a proper like a proper uh, podcaster. Oh my gosh! And like a professional podcaster, this is not being edited out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what is this new restaurant you're talking okay. about? Okay, so do you remember a few episodes ago where? I partook in a like a bingo competition that I ended up winning an iPad for. Yeah, you won an iPad. So the point of that bingo was to go to Pinoy businesses and like either check it out or take a picture or or whatever. Yep. And it's a tick on your bingo card. Mm -hmm. One of the ticks or one of the places that I had to visit, their name is Cafe Astoria. It's in downtown St. Paul. 
it's like a it's a small coffee shop unfortunately when i went i went there uh, it was closed they had weird hours and traffic sucks um <laughs> but yeah so the owners the, excuse me the owners of that of cafe astoria um it's a duo uh john occhiato and lea raimundo they hope to open a new restaurant this time let's see here this is from a bizjournals.com article they're planning to open a modern Filipino restaurant in the former Augustine's space in St. Paul this spring. It will be called Calzada, which means street, street or or road. <laughs> yeah, Calzada. Yeah. yeah. So, the, what they plan on doing is that they will have different menus. They will start. It will. It'll. It'll be kind of like a. Breakfast, lunch on the first half, and then the second half will be like dinner. Okay. Kind of like bad like, uh, God, good day like, cafe, bad day bar. Yeah, it's like the restaurant hours where they close like in the middle of the day to set. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So the first it will be breakfast dishes. It's kind of like Cafe Astoria, where it's coffee and I'm assuming a few pastries. Yep. And then they'll close and then they'll. S- switch it over to table service mm-hmm. and that's their dinner will be more of like the more filipino dishes i'm in um among this they say that they will have lumpiang shanghai okay the, that's the that's the one with the meat inside of it um yeah filipino style egg rolls yeah they'll have silog which is like the garlic fried rice like kind of like for breakfast yeah kind of thing. yeah the breakfast right oh my gosh yep a kanji like porridge dish called caldo yep and of course chicken adobo which is kind that's of like, a, that's a given it's kind of a safe <laughs> dish yeah if you're not doing chicken if you're a filipino restaurant and you're not doing chicken adobo you're not doing it right like so they also <laughs> what i also like is that they also will offer a full bar menu featuring cocktails beer and wine um, they will have a patio and sidewalk seating and some off street yep. parking. So if you don't if you if you didn't like the whole uh downtown thing of like struggling to find parking space, this might actually be a better better place. Yeah. You know, for its name of like Calzada <clears throat> or Calzada. Calzada. Yeah. Yo, street. I would mm-hmm. have thought they would have done like Filipino street food. Like I Ooh. felt like was like you know what I mean? Like like yeah, the yeah. um you know like you know like fried like fried plantains and stuff like that mm-hmm. or like like lumpia sort banana of banana Q. <laughs> banana Q, right? Or or the ones that are a little bit more eclectic or more I guess more native. Oh, are you talking about like the intestine one? <laughs> yeah, like like probin and mm. maybe some Adidas in there. You know, something like that. Like something a bit more like yeah, like street no, food. It. You know, and it's not like they can't get that kind of stuff. You know, here. You know, it's like it's like um, 
you know, like China Chinese restaurants have like have dim sum. Yeah, you know yeah. they could easily do that with especially a place called Karsada. But I will try it because it is Filipino food. It's in St. Paul, which my other favorite places. So are you talking about Manila Walk? Yes. Okay. And, and um, but I don't know where this is. I have to take. I have to look this up. Um. So, oh my gosh, that's so exciting! Like, what are you? What are you? What are you thinking about this? Like, how do you? How do you feel about it? Uh, I'm excited. I'm excited about. It. I mean, anything that you know will put uh, Filipino food on the foodie map of <laughs> down of Minnesota. Really? Yep. I'm more excited because there were a couple of restaurants that you know did open but ended up closing down. Yeah. I am hoping that since this is run by, you know, uh, not previous, but uh, like people who active owners, yeah, that hopefully that this will help, um, help hopefully hope uh, have it stay this time. I'm hoping to. I mean, that's like, and and it looks like the building is quite similar. This is just. I'm just looking at just the picture of the where it's gonna be. Mm-hmm. It's more of like a rectangular version of like the Philippine Center, oh. but it actually does look like an actual store. So I don't know. I'm I'm quite excited about it. Where's that? What's it called? Where is it in? Just doing a little bit of a uh, Sada. St. Paul. St. Paul. Carsada St. Paul. Nope. Not not pulling anything. Do they even have a... It's through... (laughs) No. It's through the Minneapolis St. Paul Business Journal. Okay. Uh So biz... um, At bizjournal.com. Bizjournal.com. I I already clicked out of it. On it. But anyway... Yes, yep. I'm very excited. If you guys want to check out um, um, the his the Cafe Astoria, it's located on I believe Grand Avenue in St. Paul. That one. Ooh, they're co- they're wait a minute they're they're located on so Grand Cafe Avenue. Astoria, their first their their cafe. It's not a Filipino uh, restaurant. It's it's run by Filipinos. Um, Cafe Astoria, A S T O R I A. They're located, I think. I think it's on Grand or it's on Selby. <gasps> oh. I forgot. But it's very. It's like it's like in a very timely neighborhood. I know exactly where this is. But it's it's very it's it looks cute. The thing is, though, I arrived late. They I think they close at like four thirty or five. But they didn't take over Cafe Astoria, did they? Uh, take over? I'm not quite sure. Cafe Astoria. If nobody knows what Cafe Astoria is, Cafe Astoria is one of those sort of like staples of St. Paul on Grand. Um, where it is, I believe this is um, where there's a bookstore in the basement that was ran by Garrison Keeler's outfit. And... It's just this big, like, sort of, like, rectangular building that's 
that looks very like 1920-ish. So, I think that's the one. If I'm wrong, please someone tell me I'm wrong because I used to go to this cafe all the time when I was living out in St. Paul. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> I was like, yeah, I don't I've... know. I don't know if they are the original owners or, or if they took over. But yeah, I'm kind it's of. It's so pretty cool. Oh, it is so pretty cool. Like, oh, okay. Hey. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm excited. No, no, not yet. When are, when we are these still most... have a podcast too. Oh okay. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. We have to finish this podcast and then. All right. Well, going. now that now that <laughs> we have your fill of local delicacies, is there yes. anything going on in the Philippines? In the Philippines, probably not so delicate. Not so delicate <laughs> in the not Philippines. So delicate, oh my but... gosh, the, the Philippines is, is is starting to look like a. Oh, it's starting to look like a. Uh, um, a carnival. <laughs> Okay, first of all, so the first of all, COVID hit pretty hard in the Philippines, right? It's, it was starting to kind of look like India. And for this for that reason, a lot of people lost their jobs, right? Mm-hmm. And and um, you know, it's just like here a lot of people lost their jobs here or they quit their jobs and they did something else. One of the things that I found out was that in the Philippines, there's this thing um, I want to pull it up here. Uh, where's my? I just lost my. Uh, oh, there it is. It was. It's called Axie Infinity. <laughs> okay. Okay. So what's that? Okay, so Axie Infinity is this is this app app game app. It's essentially a game, right? That involves everything that we were, we talk about in our other podcasts, like NFTs. Um, NFTs and um, and crypt, you know, crypto and and um, blockchain and that sort of thing, right? So what this is is that it's a way for it's a way that like Filipinos are it's a way for Filipinos to make money. Okay. okay so it's a game. So I'm going to read it. This is actually coming off from news.yahoo.com and. Um, it came from yesterday. It came on my feed yesterday, and I, I was reading this, and I was like, "What the heck? This doesn't sound. This doesn't sound good." Okay. <laughs> okay. So, so they're talking about this guy named Dominic Lumabi, you know, sitting in front of his computer in a Manila bedroom, pitting his puffer fish-like cartoon NFT, right, a non-fungible token, characters against others. But this is not just a game. He is earning cryptocurrency to support his family during the pandemic. Okay, so Axie Infinity creates this uh, this um, this game, right? Where you pit characters against other people's characters. Think of it as like, you know, like um, is it kind of like a battle royale thing? Sort of, yeah. And then the thing is, is that that. Like the more you f- defeat other people, the more your 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 uh, your character becomes valuable, right? Because okay. when you when you um so when you like um win, right? Okay. You kind of like you start earning money, 
Like a lot of the Filipinos who are playing this are are making like a hundred five, they are like two hundred dollars a month. And two hundred dollars a month for for a poor Filipino goes goes a long way. You know, mm. <laughs> right? Mm. And they're sell they can sell your NFT, your your character, other people. And the more you win, the more it makes money for you, the more valuable it becomes. Like, are they getting paid in like cash or? <laughs> I think they're getting paid through a market. They're getting paid through a market because what they're doing is that they're buying these characters, right? And they're training them. They're like freaking like like real like real Pokemon players, you know? Like they're 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 getting them. They're training them. They're making them more powerful, and they sell sell their characters through this the market. Get, for real life. I, I don't trust it. I don't trust I don't, it. Yeah, it looks like a freaking. I, it looks, looks like a scam, right? I mean, he goes on here, and it says that um, its fans, financial backers, and creators, Vietnam-based Sky Mavis, say it is a revolutionary step towards the future of the internet, right? That's um, what they always say. That's all what they say, right? <laughs> But 35% of Axie Infinity traffic and the biggest share of it is 2.5 million daily active users comes from the Philippines where high proficiency English, strong gaming culture, and widespread smartphone usage have fueled its popularity. And like Lumabi plays, it says here, Lumabi plays for two hours a day in the tiny house he shares with his parents and four sisters earning 8,000 to 10,000 pesos. That's... About one hundred fifty-five to one hundred ninety-five dollars per month. Nearly half of what he makes is his current, at his current job as a content moderator, working nine-hour graveyard shifts. So, <laughs> it's 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 insane. Um, so here it is. So to play the game, players first have to purchase at least three axes. These are like those characters I was talking about, right? And okay. an axe and. Let's see here. And then those are like placed on a digital ledger, the blockchain, right? They can't be changed. So axes can be bought, sold, or rented to other players. Owners can also breed them to create new axes that provide more value. At you know, at the peak of the game's growth last year, a starter team of axes could cost somewhere around hundreds of dollars, far beyond the reach of aspiring players in poorer countries. When AFP accessed the game's marketplace on February 9th, the cheapest axes co- uh, cost $37 each, putting the cost of a basic team about $111. So players who spend more get get better axes, giving them a better chance of winning battles to earn SLPs and from some activities, the game's other crypto token AXS. So here's the thing, right? The way that the money, the way that the the company makes money is through the marketplace. So they get like a share of the money, mm-hmm. right? And but what one person says that one person says that this is a house of cards. It's a, it is a it. When what they say it's like a Ponzi scheme where it's like you need more players in order for it to survive. You need more players. You need more yeah. people going in the game. If the player count, let's say like decreases or dies off like let's say this becomes like you know you know like let's say like pokemon go at its peak there was a ton of players playing and now it's sort of like waning if this game sort of wanes down to the point to a certain threshold 
the whole system crashes because Axis is not going to make enough money to, you know, to to make the thing go because people aren't buying other, you know, Axis. So yeah. the value of those of those things, if you're spending like, you know, thirty seven dollars or whatever, or let's say it, it's high, you spend more, like fifty bucks per per Axie, right? But the marketplace yeah. doesn't 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 allow that because there's not enough people buying. So fifty dollar the thing that worth fifty dollars could be worth as little as you know pennies. It's like beanie babies. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So that's the that's the that's the fear. And the thing is the Philippines are like is like boosting this up. I don't know if it's a good idea. <laughs> it's you know? The thing is, though, I, I, don't, I don't see this lasting. I don't see it like, lasting either. Like, it'll only last as long as, you know, people are making money. But there's nothing that actually feeds the hype or to maintain that hype. Yeah. Eventually, people will get bored of this fighting thing. I don't get it. You know, it just sounds like Pokemon to me with, with NFTs and, and blockchains. Uh, it it basically is. <laughs> you know, you know, so, gotta catch them all and <laughs> and trade. I guess I don't know. It's, so, so is this? So this is trending in the Philippines right it now. It is trending. Like the the statistics says, two point five million people. Where's the thing that I saw there? It says, um, this isn't exclusive to the Philippines, right? No, this it's is all over Asia. But whoever has but, internet. Yeah, but the fact of the matter is that this isn't, you know, it's English-based, right? So the proficiency in English in the Philippines, plus what it says here, the strong gaming culture and the widespread smartphone usage is just fueling this popularity in the Philippines, right? Mm -hmm. And um, it it gave the count here. Oh, yeah, 35% of Axie Infinity traffic... And it's the biggest share is in the Philippines. Mm. <laughs> That's the thing. Um, so it's I mean, I, I just hope people don't like, you know, like, you know, like put their fortunes into this thing in the Philippines. I mean, I mean, I do see, I do see it because there are people struggling in the Philippines, and this is based in US dollars, right? They cash out. See, I don't know if it's in US dollars or pesos. I would imagine okay. it's in I would imagine it's in pesos. Okay. But I mean, I don't know. I don't play it, but because, just to uh, see the 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 structure of it sort of scares me a little bit. I I <laughs> can see the appeal as especially to those that, you know, really need the money yeah. in the Philippines. Cuz yeah, as you said, all that if you just won once, if you could make that much or bank that much only through one fight, I mean, no, per month. Oh, per month. Yeah. So you have to do. You so, have to be playing. I don't know how much you have to be playing, but this a particular this particular person's making between one hundred fifty five dollars to one hundred ninety. What is that? One hundred ninety five dollars. U S dollars. U S dollars. Which is still a lot. Yeah. In a Philippine peso. So. It but is. It's just that it's, it's considering. Here's the thing. Considering that, like, if you go to a carinderia in the Philippines, right, and a meal in a carinderia costs you what, 
50 pesos. Yeah. You know? A dollar goes yeah. a long way in the Philippines. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know? So, oh, yeah. So when you're making you know, $155, $195, and that could be supplemental income in the Philippines. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's I just, attractive. Yeah. Uh, although I know how <laughs> desperate some people are. I just hope yeah. they don't fall for it and make it their That's my worry. Way. That's my worry. Right. Is. That is my worry. Because this is yeah, as as you said, this it, they made this more appealing to that type, like that crowd. Yeah. So, so it's just think it, it'll be yeah, it'll be interesting. I don't know if any of my cousins are playing it. I wouldn't imagine at least one of them is playing it, but um, I want to check up on them just in case. <laughs> yeah, just in case, <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna just uh, give a shout out Ooh. and say, hey, have you heard of this thing? If so, why are you doing it? But <laughs> if they're doing it, I mean, yeah, if they're doing it. But anyways, that's not the only thing that's happening in the Philippines. Today is the official start of the Filipino presidential campaign. I wish I had a, uh, you know, a blowhorn and everything. And, and no, that's okay. <laughs> so that's okay. I should, I should have. The blowhorns are already going by themselves. We don't need to supply them anymore. Yeah. Anyway, so it started, I think it was today or the beginning of the month, beginning of this week. But the thing is, is that it started and Marcos is leading. I can, I can, I can't believe I just said that in 2022 marcos is leading <laughs> so i don't know how i feel about it uh, um, yeah, neither do i <laughs> but it's uh it is what it is robredo is trailing and sarah duterte is marcos's running partner right even though last fall i wasn't gonna run but we knew what was going to happen, <laughs> right? She's running. The mayor of Davao City is running for vice president and with with Marcos. I... <laughs> yeah, yeah. For those of yeah. you, for those of you <laughs> who listen to the show who's not Filipino, you know, uh, if you don't know who Marcos is in the, you know, in Philippine history, go ahead and give it a Google and... <laughs> Um, go ahead and, uh, you know, look at that. Um, either that or ask your parents. <laughs> or just the fact that Duterte, who is, um, the current president's daughter. Yep. Uh, that should be enough. So, yeah. So I know, I mean, I know there's people that I know of that are Marco supporters. I you know, and they've explained to me why, and you know, I just it just reminds me of it. Kind of reminds me of the people who I knew who were Trump supporters t- explained to me why it was a good thing. Kind of felt that way, <laughs> you know. And I'm kind of like, I'm kind of like, you know. And you know, I have so much respect for the people who are telling me this. You know, that I'm just not gonna sit there and just argue with it. I'm just gonna let them think what they think and you know and be respectful and you know and that's it and 
because quite honestly, I'm not a Filipino citizen, <laughs> you know? Right, right, neither and am I. And so I don't really like to dictate what, you know, what's, you know, like what's good and bad for, for the Philippines, you know, because I don't live there. But I do have right. relatives who live there. And sometimes, you know, and I have relatives there who are, who are, who are Duterte supporters through and through. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You know, PDP Laban, go, you know, that sort of thing. <laughs> and so it's, it is, it is what it is, you know, on paper and on, you know, and, and how we see it here. And we come from, a, I mean, the United States is a completely different culture, right? But, right. you know, who did we vote in, in 2016? So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> kind of like, you know, it's kind of just, it's kind of weird. It's kind of, it's, it's kind of, um, Sometimes every time I read a Philippine news, sometimes I, I sometimes hear like curb with your enthusiasm theme running through my head. Oh, sometimes well, you're 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 alone in that one. I haven't watched the show. Oh, yet, well, if you know what I'm talking about, the curb enthusiasm, <laughs> curb your enthusiasm theme. It's sometimes it plays in my head of what's going on in the Philippines. You know. And not saying that that's only it, you know, that's only for the Philippines. It sometimes plays in my head in the in the United States as well. So it's kind of, you know, <laughs> I'm an equal opportunist that way, I guess. Anyways, that's what the Philippines. It's it's happening. It is campaigns are off. Um, voting is in May, and see what happens. But Marcos is leading um, in the uh, in the race. Uh, with a pretty wide margin, so it's 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 looking good for him, and it's supposed to be a debate, you know. By apparently, <laughs> there's a, supposed to be a debate in the Philippines with president a presidential debate or something, um, hosted by um, a person who is wanted by the FBI <laughs> in due to sex trafficking in the Philippines that involved sex trafficking here in the United States. So, I don't know where that, that was, uh, that sort of came out of left field, but it is what it is, <laughs> I guess. Um, you have to, you have to admit, politics, regardless of where it's at, whether it's in the Philippines or in the Amer- in America, there's a lot of things, but then when you read it, it's more like the whole, why? Yeah, <laughs> like, what, 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 where did that come from? You know, right. here, yeah, here it is. Marcos, and I'm not just making this up. This is from Bloomberg. Marcos just, uh, it's actually, hold on. That's the wrong one. Oh, this is from Bloomberg. Marcos joins debate hosted by Philippine pastor wanted by the FBI. This is from Bloomberg. And it's, and it is, it says here, Philippine presidential front runner for Bong Bong Marcos Jr. will join his first debate that's organized by network link to a televangelist wanted by the U.S. Federal Bureau of investigation for alleged sex trafficking. <laughs> so, and who is that person? Televangelist Apollo Quiboloy, who has this huge thing in, in Davao where I'm from. And I've seen it. Nah. It's huge. <laughs> so, um, it is what it is. And again, you know, we have our own quirks here and the Philippines have their own quirks there. Oh, look at that. I am seeing the wanted by the FBI poster of Apollo Corian Quiboloy <laughs> published February 7th, 2022. So there it is. 
Okay, so that was the Philippines. <laughs> that's that's Philippine news. Um, yeah, you can look at this. You can look this up. Um, I got that from Bloomberg. I'm awfully curious as to, <laughs> like, I don't really, I don't, I'll, I'll, I'll be honest, I don't really follow politics in the Philippines as closely as, you know, as as I follow politics here yeah. for obvious reasons. Yeah, we live but, here. But so I was just <laughs> curious as to any follower, any of our listeners, whether if you live in the Philippines or in Americas, what do you think about this yeah. election? Yeah, what do you think like, of it? Like... I'm kind of curious. I've I, I've had conversations with several people about this and and what they thought of it. You know, my every time every time politics are brought up with my family, my immediate family, it doesn't go. <laughs> it doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't go, go anywhere well, really. Because yeah. my family is like, eh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's just another politician. <laughs> which is which is quite quite opposite, right? Like my family. Like my family, you know, my extended family, are are into politics because we've had we've had I've had family members who ran for for oh, for, yes. for 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 uh, political seats in the Philippines, right? Mayors, mm-hmm. governors, right? That, those kind of things, council members, that that sort of thing, right? And it's it sort of runs. <laughs> runs in my blood like you know i've you know it's it, it was amazing to me that when i was in the philippines you know my my dad was like shaking hands and palling around with like with like the the mayor of of a city and i'm like wondering who the you know and you can tell he's like some kind of important guy because he's coming in with like this nice like toyota hilux followed by a like an entourage of people and it's just like <laughs> who the heck is that you know, and then oh, here, no. here he comes. Here comes this dude that came out of the truck and shakes the hand of my of my dad, and I'm like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> you know, it's like it's like a scene from a movie. Yeah. Like every movie, it's like, oh, you know, they're an important person when they get come with an escort. Yeah. <laughs> so, I found out he was the mayor of Tagum at the time, and I'm just like, "Holy crap!" Oh, that's like, nice. okay, I'm gonna. <laughs> You know, it's just like that. It's it's just uh, sometimes it's surreal, like what my family is up to in the Philippines, and it's like, you know, you don't know it because you're here in the United States, and when you go back, yeah, right, you know, right. it's like, what are you have you been doing for the last decade? <laughs> you know, <laughs> but I digress. It is, you know, I've got I've got people. I I have got people who are sort of like sees it both ways and stuff like that. I try to be nor like neutral about it just but when i hear like certain names like marcos running you know and i just know the history it just makes me yeah you know i have that sort of bias because i i know that name <laughs> so i mean i mean how did you feel with duterte like uh like, i like, kind of felt i didn't really feel felt nearly as like sort of like aghast by it by like like a lot of people were because I kind of knew his history with with Davao at the time, you know, and I sort of lived. I sort of lived. I've seen Davao before. I have, I have this thing of like a before and after thing with Davao because I've been there when it was bad and I've been there when it was good, right? Mm-hmm. And there are changes, 
you know but there were very harsh changes they were very like oh yeah you know like like you know strong man kind of changes you know was well, it he's he is a he's he's military he's a military guy isn't he no i don't think so okay it's like he's a lawyer <laughs> he's a lawyer oh, in the philippines <laughs> yeah so it is it's just in my opinion for duterte like it's it's kind of both sides of the coin were dirty that's, yeah, that's I could see that. Way. Yeah, I mean because I, 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 I know like from an American watching, watching his presidency, especially with the war. Oh, on it's drugs, a yeah, yeah. It's it. He's doing stuff that like like. I'm like, I will, I will have to say, I don't agree with his ways. Yeah, but you have to admit the outcome. There was an outcome. Oh yeah. I mean, it may not be the outcome that a lot of people wanted. But it did, I believe, well, correct me if I'm wrong, but it did scare a lot of, you know, the drug market. It did. To the whole, oh, we better be extra careful or else. You know. I mean, he held the feet. One of the things that I was kind of glad to see, you know, and this is, this is speaking for me, that I kind of, I kind of glad, I kind of, because I already knew, like, how bad, like, corruption was in the Philippines, you know? Mm. Like, especially when it comes to certain things in the philippines like like it's you know it's it's pretty you know it's, it gets pretty bad and like i've never seen a president like like hold the feet to the fire of like the people who were like called them out by name like that was gutsy yeah you know i mean you imagine like could you imagine like like biden like like calling people out by their name like they knew biden that he was won't. no biden there's won't. no way but there are times when, <laughs> you know, maybe he should. <laughs> yeah. You know, you imagine that? Like, there's no way in the United States that something like that would ever happen. You know, like, even though, right. like, he can't even, he can't even, like, like, we have to go through, like, the rounds just to do, like, this whole, like, you know, like, um, you know, January 6th thing, thing that happened here. But yeah. you'll never, you'll never see, like, anybody of official status like actually calling people out by their name yeah <laughs> you know and accusing them in their face like they all like yo you're you're a traitor and whatever you know you're you you you're you're an insurrect you'll never see that <laughs> yeah you know so it's it is one of those things that when i first learned that he did that when i first saw that he did that i was like holy crap now you're talking about Duterte, right? Yeah. I was like, holy yeah. crap. You kidding me? Like, that is... It's either someone's going to assassinate this dude or he's going to he's gonna shake things up. That was like the only things that, like, that went into my mind. I don't think I don't <laughs> think there was any assassination attempt, was there? I don't know. Like, I think he was well guarded. Yeah. And he he knew that, you know, if if he, you know, if he did call people out, then he would be like, okay. Yeah, I'm gonna go inside now. <laughs> yeah, I just remember. I mean, he he. I mean, he would scare the crap out of me. Like, you should have seen his Christmas message. <laughs> oh, I didn't. Oh my! What was I it? don't know if I want to. John John Oliver on on his show on the last week tonight show sh like sh played it. You know. Uh oh. And holy crap! It's scary AF. Like I'm just like, 
Oh, wow. Like, he was, like, threatening the lives of the people, you know, like, during Christmas. <laughs> like, we will get you. We will get you, drug runners. It was, like, his Christmas message. It was just, like, look it up. Look it up on YouTube. It is it is insane. Like, it's, like. And then, I don't you know, want to do that right before I'm going to go to sleep, though. Because <laughs> I'll be, like, okay, like, this is going to me nightmares yeah it's like it was like krampus on, on on christmas like holy moly man like that's more than a you know that's more than coal in your stockings <laughs> like you're talking yeah about. but i do but, yeah so so as i said duterte i don't hate the guy there are things on his way on he does on how he does things that i disagree with oh yeah but you have to admit he did change he he did deliver what what he had promised yeah and what i particularly liked it's not the greatest like is his whole uh being strict on the whole unvaccinated thing yeah so yeah that was that was um you know when he like he he really you know like like i want everybody vaccinated you know and then all of us, you know, he was like, like, you're not vaccinated. No, no restaurants for you. No public transportation for you. You can't yeah. go to work and all this other stuff. And it's just like, you like, he just laid down the law at that point. I'm just like, it was very dictatory, <laughs> you know? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But yeah. To those, to those that like complain here, you know, in America, yeah. on how they, they are taking away freedom or whatever. Uh, go to the Philippines. Yeah. Unvaccinated. Oh, You're oh. not going to even go there. You can't go anywhere. I told that I told that to to my to my coworkers and the people who I knew like were complaining about like mask mandates and all that stuff, you know, and yeah. all of that and I'm just like you guys don't know. You guys just do not know like like this wouldn't even this wouldn't have been an this wouldn't this wouldn't even be an an argument in the Philippines. If, you, if it was in the Philippines, yeah. Yeah, this wouldn't even be an argument. You know, like, we're talking about, like, community quarantining. You know, we're talking about, like, you can't even leave your neighborhood. Like, imagine that you can't even leave Chanhassen or part of Chanhassen or part of part of Minnetonka or whatever, you know, like. So, so it's that whole, you think you have it bad now? Yeah. There are worse there are worse things going on. Yeah. Like, it just wouldn't be an issue. Like, you guys don't know. Like, for you to go to the grocery store, you need a special card. And you can only go there, like, like on a designated day. There's uh, no well, way. The thing, is, <laughs> the thing is, though, not every place is enforcing that. This is only a recommendation or whatever. Well, here? So, certain places, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there was no, there was no, like, people were on guard in, like, especially, like, in Davao City. Like, you would not, people were trying to skirt their way around it just to see friends. And they knew they were, they were risking themselves, like, getting arrested and stuff like that. Yeah. But, you know, like, you would have to have a special permission just to cross, like, you know, um cross like town lines and stuff like that it's it is it is that's how it was there and it's kind of like and then when they lifted all that stuff up you know and they do have their anti-vaxxers over there and things got worse 
so they had to shut it down again. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, anyways, I digress. Um, it is... That is the Philippine news um, that that uh, that's happened right now. So if you want to see uh, where I'm getting this from, um, you can like you know rewind the podcast, and I did tell where I got these from. <laughs> so it uh, is. They, they're they're an easy. Re- uh, yeah, they're easy reads. Yeah, it's an I easy search. Yeah. Um, Just search the Philippine election and yeah, be prepared to. Read interesting things. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It is what it is. It is the you know that is the Philippines today, and um, I'm gonna try to find. I'm gonna try to find some good news in the Philippines, like some good happy news. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm sure there is. I feel like there is. I just need to search, like dig deep more, and who knows, yeah. just to just to liven up things here a little bit. Anyways, you know what it is. It is one hour, so I think we're gonna close it up right now. Yeah. Um, of the show, and if I can get this thing going again, it is. Um, it's been it's been good. I'm glad we've survived 2021. We are now in 2022, and hopefully this year we get to visit some of these Filipino restaurants we've been talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, so I know I kind of want to go back to Manila Walk, and um, I want to go see this place, this new place, Carsada in St. Paul. Oh, it sounds so good! And um, <laughs> you know, and you know what? I I actually this year I actually got I want TFC because there was so there was a bunch of stuff that was on there that I'm sort of interested in. um so i'll uh stay tuned for that um i'll have like some of my picks on what you should watch on i want tfc um trying to avoid the rom-coms there's too much rom-coms and so (laughs) i want to see some of the that's the most popular yeah on there exactly so it um see what else is on there anyways this is horror I am gonna watch, <laughs> dude. Filipinos do horror so well, and I stand by that. <laughs> like they do it really well. They you do that. You yeah. do that, Edwin. I I'm I'm such a wimp when it comes to horror. Like, oh man, doesn't even matter out. if it's American or Asian. It's You're missing like out. A, uh, I, nope. I think it's the I think it's the lore and the superstitions, uh, you know, that we believe in the Philippines that just makes <laughs> it more scary. <laughs> That's probably it. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, that's that's all. <laughs> that this is episode twenty-seven of Hollow Hollow Hangouts. Uh, my name is Edwin, and you can find me on at T Cities Edwin on on Twitter, and you can also find me at DIY Edwin on Instagram. You can also email us at uh, Hollow Hollow Hangouts at gmail.com. Uh, don't definitely feel free to drop us a line there if you have any comments. Whether I'm wrong, whether I'm right, whether how you feel, and give us some, give some suggestions in terms of, uh, you know, what we should try. Um, if you have any like Filipino stories that you'd like to share, definitely, you know, you can share that with us. Um, yeah, and then Pam, where can they find you? They could find me on Twitter at PandaCatDragon1. You could also find me on Instagram at PandaCatDragon. Um, I'm also behind the Facebook page called Legend Creators, where yes. 
you could find this podcast as well as our other podcast um dungeons things and dorks um we post both podcasts on that page yep and make sure you like comment subscribe yes. share this yes if you could kindly like comment subscribe like or subscribe um it Maybe always comment. it definitely helps for us to get our word out so yes yes so on that note we will see you next time on Hollow Hollow Hangouts. Mabuhai.